Personal harmony. You have an inner vibration, which is audible and visible. It is not visible to the eyes and not audible to the ears, but it can be heard and seen clearly. There is a feeling that we create without saying or doing anything. We might say, I feel their vibrations, I feel their presence. Therefore, a person who communicates a warm and inviting energy with authenticity will do so without doing or saying anything. Their inner world creates a positive atmosphere, and you will be comfortable around them. In the converse, I hear people say I have done nothing, and yet he or she dislikes me, why? That person does not comprehend that it is not because of their saying or doing, it is because of their inner world, their inner thoughts, that this feeling is expressed. A depressed person sends out signals. An inspired person does too. It is in the vibration of life itself that the tone and color of an individual are experienced, irrespective of words or action. You can understand and tap into this immense resource of comprehension, then you can begin to appreciate the power of life itself. We have a greater scope for approaching that unlimited potential which is within us when we understand how to manage and develop our personal harmonic. This is what is meant by self-knowledge, it does not mean knowing how old one is, or how good one is, or how bad one is, or how right or wrong one is. Know that is on the surface. It means knowing the other part of one's being, that deeper, subtle aspect of one's life, the private, supposedly secret garden of our inner world. The fulfillment of life depends on the knowledge of that inner world. We call it inspiration, inner vision. If you can truly practice mastery with this inner world you will create a personal harmonic that will begin to create a profound benefit to your happiness in life. You will begin to feel in sync with the presence of other living beings. People, places, animals and nature will all come alive in a different and more profound interaction. Your intuition will heighten, your sense of connection will grow, your need for approval will fall away and a quiet confident calm will descend over your life like a rainbow on a summer's day. You will reconnect the separations that cause all pain and suffering in the world. The happiness of each person lies in the knowing found within them. One is not made more inspired in life by following a certain religion, or by having a certain belief, or by being a fanatic with regards to an idea, or by becoming good, because this increases the separation of the four elements. Conforming to rules and earthly dogma decreases inspiration. Future seeing is simply found by finding your true nature. Inspiration is natural, it is born within us, it is the beauty of life, inner harmony and is the key to our happiness. Harmony of things. Every object we see is revealing something. It tells us its character, nature and secrets. Every person we meet tells us their past, present and future. Every presence explains to us, without words, all that it contains. There is no other language. It comes in the form of harmony, if we allow ourselves to hear it. We hear, but not with our ears. A friendly person shows harmony in their eyes, their words, their movements and manner. An unfriendly person, in all their movements, their glance and expression, in their walk, and in everything they do. They will show disharmony, if we free ourselves to see it. This concept of becoming tuned in, or aligned with the universal consciousness may seem complex, yet it is so simple. Through the opening of the heart, we can experience attunement. It is during a moment of honesty with a friend that we come to know how to experience and to enjoy friendship. The more depth a person shares, the more friends he or she will have. It is smallness, narrowness, lack of spiritual development which makes a person exclusive, separated, and distanced from others. They feel superior to others, they become distracted from the harmony, and their friendly attitude transforms into sour notes easily. They cut themselves off from others, and in this lies the tragedy. That person is never happy. A person who is blessed with the gift of intuition, can read these vibrations. Outwardly, things may appear as solids, but inwardly they come as a narrow continual record, a talking record, which is always expressing what is written within it. 
No traveler with an attunement to their intuition will deny the fact that in lands of ancient traditions, you will experience numerous places which sing aloud the legends of their past. The one who finds the key to harmony in life is the one who becomes the intuitive. It is they who are inspired, who create revelations and manifest their destiny. To this person, all language is simply music. Every object they see becomes revealing of nature's secrets, as they are unveiled to those who are ready. We know those who have been blessed with intuition, and those who have devoted themselves to spiritual practice and achieved a deeper understanding of life. They are obvious, they stand out in society. We also know those without it, and who are lazy in the process of diligence of thought and word, still waiting for the cosmos to hand them their escape. Intuition arises from the depth of the human heart. It has two aspects, one is dependent upon external forces, while the other is independent of any outer experiences. The former is called impression, the latter is called intuition. Intuition is a definite faculty, as it comes by responsiveness to the feminine qualities we all possess. Women tend to have this faculty well-developed and are therefore typically more intuitive by nature than men. We often say, this person gives me such and such an impression, but there is no evident reason to prove this judgment. Perhaps we are not capable of finding any reason to prove it. Nevertheless, our impression is more often than not correct. There are some people who are unnaturally intuitive. For someone who is intuitive it is not necessary to wait to speak to someone, all they need is one moment. As soon as they see the person, they get an impression, which is a form of intuition. An individual with a clear, still mind generally is very capable intuitively, while someone with a distracted, restless mind lacks intuition. Intuition is a super sense. It may be called a sixth sense, it is the essence of all senses. When a person says they simply sense something, it does not mean that there are objective reasons to prove that it was true. It means that, without any external affirmation or objective signs, they have sensed it. Intuition, which is independent of impression, is of a deep in nature. It is a sense that comes to us before we choose to begin something, and so we know what will happen in the future. Before the beginning of a venture, a person senses the result of it. Intuition can be considered a sort of inner guidance, sometimes it serves as a warning from within. Personal harmony, how do we know? Harmony is first expressed as a feeling. That feeling turns into a thought in the mind. In the mind, it shapes itself, and becomes clearer. Then the mind turns it into a form, and at this point it becomes language. In order to become clear, so that it can be distinguished, intuition turns into three different conditions, a feeling, an imagination, or words. Some people hear the inner voice, the voice of clear intuition, while another person may simply have a feeling, which they may call the gut. Another person may not experience an intuitive feeling at all, until they have spoken or heard the words spoken aloud, clarifying where this knowing came from. An open-hearted person is the most intuitive of beings. Intuition has nothing to do with learning. An uneducated person can be much more intuitive than one who is academically certified, as intuition lies in another domain of knowledge and it comes from another direction. It is sometimes a challenge to distinguish an intuition from a fantasy, or even a memory. One comes from one side of the brain, the other from another side. If we take action based on the idea of an intuition, and it fails, we can lose faith in our intuition and question our ability to trust ourselves. Then naturally, we no longer give credit or power to our intuition and the ability to use it diminishes more and more each day. At any one time, both mind and intuition can be found working simultaneously, yet not together in fact they compete for attention. They feel similar, they can both feel right, and they are both internally motivated. The difference is that the mind emanates from the outer world and is reflected within, as a learned response. While intuition comes to the inner self from another plane of existence. To separate them, we need a keen sense of our own mind, a stillness of memory and concentration. 
we need to be able to see our mind as if it were a screen placed in front of us. While looking at it, we must be able to shut ourselves off, and fix our mind solidly upon our inner being. By developing concentration, by stilling the mind, we can be tuned to the pitch, which is necessary to perceive intuition. You cannot let failure or error discourage you in this process, no mistakes are possible. If you persist, you and your intuition will become as God and citizen. You will have knowing beyond the mortal plane. This is a powerful asset to have as a human being, you can tap the asset of the greater consciousness, and break the limits of the human condition. This is freedom and aligns with the soul's innate desire to be free. Harmonics, Secret Language There are many ancient places where one can discover engraved stones, woods carved with artistic designs, or some symbolic representation of an ancient people's prayers. I have found such places while trekking in the mountains of Nepal, where one finds miles of money stones, engraved over thousands of years by a village people steeped in their commitment to prayer. The same experience can be found in the atmosphere of gardens and trees in the forest, they also express the past and the ancient impressions that have been given to them by those who sat amongst them. Often people have superstitions about a tree being haunted, especially in the East. In truth, a vibration has been created, consciously or unconsciously, by someone who has lived there or taken shelter under the tree. Their ponderings, thoughts or feelings have been absorbed into the tree and the tree's vibration expresses it. Perhaps the person has been forgotten, but the tree is still repeating the thought that has been passed on to it, for the tree can express the voice that has spoken to it with more clarity because it is a pure, uncontaminated container. In countries, where, in ancient times, people used to travel long distances by foot through the forests and take shelter under a certain tree, such trees are rich in messages and questions absorbed from these weary travelers. Many aboriginal cultures adhere to this system of communication, seeking answers from the wisdom of the trees or even rocks, with developed intuitive faculties, they will hear the messages more clearly than if they had heard them from a living person. Such communication can be found amongst animals as well. Pets absorb thought and feeling through their contact with humankind. Those who know horses are very particular in buying one which has good vibrations, apart from considering its health and breed. Often a horse of very good breed and perfectly sound health can be unlucky. The reason for this is that the disposition of its former rider will have been left in the energy of the animal, leaving its influence on the heart of the horse. Perhaps the personality of the person will change, but the horse will elicit behaviors indicative to the time spent with its previous owner. You can also see pets take on the demeanor of their owner. This is seen in vicious dogs, gentle ones, playful, biting dogs, and kind ones. We have all met a cat that simply won't let a person touch it. All this reveals secrets hidden from the human eye, revealed to the spiritual eye. It is the spirit of the animal, expressing the feeling they possess in their hearts, that manifests in a human-like behavior. The language of things. We put our energy into everything we do. Not only our physical energy will become the thrust behind a project, but also the inspiration that was present during its creation. For instance, it is not difficult for an intuitive person to experience, from the food that is cooked for them, the thoughts and feelings of the cook. It is not only the level of skill the cook possesses but also the what the cook was experiencing and thinking at that particular time. The cook's mood, be it irritated while cooking, or grumbling or sighing, or if he or she is miserable and depressed, the final state of the food will express this lack of presence and loving preparation. The thought that accompanies an object is a vibration of free energy, a life energy. From a mystical conception, vibrations may be considered to have three aspects, audible, visible and perceptible. The vibrations passed into an object are neither audible nor visible, they are only perceptible. You may wonder what they are perceptible to? They become perceptible to the intuitive faculty of mankind. It is not to say that one who lacks intuitive faculty does not perceive it, they will do so unconsciously. 
In a creative work of art, there is found, independent of the skill it has taken to produce this piece and the ideas it conveys to us, there also exists a perceptible feeling that comes from it, of it. A work of art may be a beautiful thing to look at, derived of great skill, but with it comes the workings of the mind of the artist. The effect of that picture is not what it suggests outwardly, but what it speaks from the voice of the heart behind its creation. Energy exists in all things. The object can be thought of as the instrument, while the thoughts of the individual are life itself. A person puts the life into an object. When an object is being created, a transference of energy takes place and the form receives its integrity, its strength, or it may receive weakness and negativity. Other forms of matter that represent messages and energy, can be the flowers one takes to a patient in the hospital. As we convey our healing thoughts through the flowers, the patient will receive whatever messages we passed along each time they look at the flowers. If we take food or sweets to a friend with the message of love, its consumption will create a harmonious, happy result. In every picture, in every statue, in every artistic construction, one can hear the voice within the piece, telling the story of its purpose, the reason for its creation. Sometimes an artist is unaware of their purpose for creating their work, they may be just following their imagination. There may be a result that contradicts their desired image, there may be a product that tells a greater message than what they were aware of during its creation. Once I paid a visit to the central head office of a local business. I wouldn't describe the business as hugely successful, but it was wonderfully unique. No sooner had I set foot inside the building than I observed an outrageous color scheme and pictures chosen as its prominent features in the main lobby. I was immediately surprised, and wondered how such a business could have existed so long with such chaotic undertones. Not long after, I learned that the business was plagued with bad luck and human resources problems, illness and stress. The life of this business had died. Where was the presence of harmony, inspiration and spirit in the physical representation of the single most important building of this business? A friend once took me to see paintings made by his wife. When I saw them I was able to read the whole history of her life. It was obvious that his wife had experienced severe depression and was living totally outside of her body. The pain of her story was expressed in the vibrations of those paintings. As much as the paintings expressed angelic pictures of the life ever after, a fine thread of sadness and depression weaved itself through the those pictures. Whoever now owns those paintings will surely feel the vibration of a life not fully lived. The same experience can be had with poetry. In history, there were many poets who were sad, depressed and alcoholic. Their ability to string words together in ways that provoke feelings and thought is powerful. Yet deep within the words and behind the words are the depression and ugliness of their miserable lives. We can clearly see that our unconscious thoughts and feelings produce an effect upon all things we come into contact with, a place, a rock, a tree or a seat. Whether we give it our messages, or receive messages from others, an exchange happens, an imprint, and a memory. The individual who can understand the psychology of this, will accomplishes the purpose of their life with gratitude and serenity. We can impress great power upon our life work through the impression of thought and feeling during the creative process. Therefore every little thing given and taken in love, with a harmonious and good thought has a greater value than the object itself. It is not the object, but the thought that propels or animates the object. It becomes evident to us then, that it is not simply the everyday tasks of our life to hold and create material value, but also, to focus on the source of our motivation, our thoughts and integrity. Because it is our thoughts that are projected into the world through our creations that hold our energy. We can choose to pass on negative destructive thoughts or harmonious, constructive thoughts. When we are mindful of the harmony of our thinking and therefore our creations, at all times, then we can watch our work become 1000 times greater in effect and real value than could be predicted. Our current lifestyles do not foster an appreciation for the energy and love put into products, and we carelessly purchase items without much thought. 
There was a time, in both eastern and western countries, when people would spend significant time preparing clothes, taking into consideration ritual and tradition in the process of creating a garment. Now an article can be easily bought at a shop, many people don't consider where or by whom it is made, whether it was made grudgingly or with grumbling. 